Hey, what's going on everyone? Before you tune into this week's episode of Unscripted, whether you're listening to it on podcast form or you're heading to YouTube to watch the video, this is a very special episode. This is one that you guys have been requesting for the past couple of years. And I said, once I get the podcast up again, I'm going to do my best to make sure that I give you guys what you want. And this time, I got all of my teammates here from the 2016 Rio Olympic Games. Yep, that same team that we won the bronze medal with. We got Shagun McKende. We got Aaron Brown. We got Brendan Rodney. We got Balade Ajamale. We got Andre DeGrasse and myself. And we go ahead and chop it up. And we just touch base and reconnect. But look, this is a little different than what you're used to seeing these guys in. You know what they can do on the track. You see them on TV. You see them when they're game face and ready. But this time, we flash back all the way back to the beginning, to the high school days. And we reminisce and we just touch on the things that not a lot of people know about. I wanted to see and to show you guys a different version of these guys. These guys are all approachable, and they all got a story, but ultimately, they're all good people. And I just wanted to shine light on what it was like before you heard the name, before you saw them on TV. I'm a firm believer that if you can understand the backstory of an individual, you will truly get to see who they are and what you're seeing right in the present moment. Look, we're just on this call and we're having fun. We're having a good time. But there are some key intangible points if you're a young athlete that I think you really should tune into and really sit on. Right. As you hear each individual talks, you will see the habits that they created when they were younger and that helped them shape them to the athlete that they are today. And you're going to hear some back and forth banter, some back and forth arguments, some back and forth love at the end of the day. Look, this is going to be an episode that you have truly never seen these guys in, some of these stories you never heard of. But I know you will get some sense of value from it and you will take something from it and you will be able to see these guys for who and what they truly are. Enjoy the episode. Man, this is a special episode, man, because I think there's many different parts to you guys, right? Like people see you on the track and they always see your focus and they always see a different zone of you. But each and every single one of you are different parts away from the track. You know what I'm saying? And that's the thing that I want to get into. And I think where I want to start right now at this very moment, man, you guys are all truly role models in your own way. And I think it's important as people listening to this to know where you guys are from. Tell me where you guys are from, man. Shagun, where are you from, man? Origi- no, originally Shagun. Originally, tell me where you're from and where you live now. Uh, born in Nigeria. Which, 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 what's the city? Uh, born in the north, baby. The dirty north. Uh, Nigeria, stand up, man. You know, it's aggressive up there. But uh, um, my dad's from Oyo State. My mom's from, nobody's really know, know this unless they're like hardcore Nigeria, but my mom... Mom's from the South, uh, and, uh, she's from Calabar, and my dad's from Oyo State, but I was born in the North, in uh, Nigeria. But, you're, but you were born in Nigeria, and then you moved to where? Uh, we moved to Edmonton, so Eda. What? You came out, <laughs> you came out here? Yeah. Edmonton is my Canadian hometown. <laughs> City of Champions, baby, you know, my parents kind of knew something a little bit, I don't know. but uh, yeah, um, moved to Edmonton, and then... Um, Ottawa is like my, my hometown, like my heart hometown. So you're from my East. Now, now, now the rest of my teammates on this line, man, you know, they're all from Toronto, but they're from different parts. Now, I'm not, I'm not from Toronto, but I know <laughs> you, 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 you rep where you're from heavily and you don't necessarily add everybody all in one mix. <laughs> Aaron, Aaron Brown, man, tell me where you're from, man. Where are you repping today, man? Six eye baby all day, every day. You know what time it is. Nah, but I, I was born in Toronto, Ontario. Um, went to school in LA. So I went from the six to the West Coast. Was there for four and a half years and then moved down to where I'm at now, which is in Florida. Um, I used to live in Claremont, which is where I trained, but then I bought a house out in Winter Garden, which is a city just outside of Claremont. So 
what, 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 what city in Toronto, though? This has got to be specific. What city in Toronto? Oh, oh, oh. Um, the beaches, maybe. <laughs> See, um, I, don't even, I don't even know where that is, I mean, <laughs> it's a nice wow. area. It's like downtown. I went to school in Scarborough, so a lot of people think I'm from Scarborough. That's where Birchmount is. But um, no, I grew up in the beaches. So uh, Coxwell Avenue, stand up, you know, Coxwell Station, if you're a subway man and you know, you know the streets. But um, yeah, baby, I, I read the beaches. That's where my parents still live. That's where I grew up. That's crazy because everybody always says, yo, Aaron's from Scarborough. He's a Scarborough man. No, no, everybody thinks that. But it took me like 45 minutes to get to school every day. I was late like 75% of the time, um, but my, my, my counselor blessed me and, and gave me the hall pass to, to <laughs> or else I would've got suspended for being late so many times, but she blessed me, so shout out to her. Jeez, geez, shout out to her, man. So, <clears throat> Dre, where are you from, man, originally? Yeah. Uh, first of all, I was born in the, the GTA, so that's the greater Toronto area, so born in Scarborough, um, but, I moved, I, I consider myself raised in Markham. That's, that's the York region. You know, people, you know, Baladi YRT, you know, YRT <laughs> to school. Um, so yeah, I grew up in Markham, Markham, Ontario. Um, spent like, like basically my whole high school, um, half my elementary school there. So I consider myself like, that's why, that's why I've been, that's where I've been raised. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, I moved out to, you know, I went to junior college, Juco, you know, the Juco days, you know about it. Oh, we're going to we get, get into that, yo. We're going to get into that. Went out, so I went out to Kansas, uh, spent two years there, um, and then, uh, you know, made my way, uh, made my way, AB knows, made my way to LA, you know, I had to come come through, you know. Uh, to, um, and I uh, was living out there for a while, and um, now, I'm, now, I'm, now I'm out in Florida, so. So where my journey, my journey started, and now this is where I'm at now. <laughs> so Shagun came to Edmonton, then he went to Ottawa, living in Ottawa now. Um, Aaron is not from Scarborough originally. <laughs> Dre's from Markham. And Bloody, where are you from, man? Uh, so I was born in London, England. Um, yes. Oh, that's, that's the passport. That's a dual passport thing for you. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So I was born in London, England. Um, I lived uh, in Nigeria till I was about 11. Um, or 10, um, then moved to Canada, uh, where I stayed and lived in Richmond Hill. So same thing with Dre, uh, YRT, York region area. Um, then after that, moved to San Francisco, California to uh, go for school for five years there. Um, and then now I'm currently back in Toronto, um, living here and training here. Man, so, you know, it, 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 it only resembles the way how track and field works right like traveling a whole bunch of different places and each and every single one of you have started somewhere and you've traveled in different places to where you are now man but i want to go back to high school man because everybody's high school journey is a little bit different right you guys over there if if i'm not mistaken you guys start high school in the ninth grade or you have like a like a like a 12th like a 13th grade or something like that Fifth year, yeah. First of all, that's T. First of all, that's T. If I want to get that out of the way first, first, first of all. But, but. It's actually but, four years. They're lying. It's actually four years. There's no, no fifth year. Yeah, it's fifth year. I took a fifth year. I didn't, I didn't, though. So. The actual system, the actual system. I'm about to end up fifth year, but. Change my mind. <laughs> but, 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 out east, I mean, out west in Calgary, you know, um, the one thing I realized about being on all these teams, man, is like half, more than half of the team is from Ontario, like from out East, right? So what did it look like for you guys high school when it came through just an everyday basis, right? I'm talking about like what time you're waking up, you're going to school, you're going to practice and you come back because I think that's important because I think sometimes people forget that, um, you guys, well, we all, every, every athlete starts the same way until you figure things out. Then you really start to dial down on, on, on discipline and habits and stuff like that. But man, what was every day for you guys? Like, as far as waking up, going to school, you know, hanging with the friends, going to practice and then coming home, doing chores. If you got chores, what, what, what does that look like? Shagun, man, let me know what that looks like for you. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Stay in the library the whole day too. <laughs> <laughs> man well so um yeah i mean for me you know funny enough yeah so school is really important so dang like when i really started getting into track it was 
early in the morning. I get to school early, and I do like homework and like. And what I time you get in the school? What time you get in the school? That like, around that like, man, seven like seven eight. So my school started at nine. So I get there like around that seven eight seven thirty eight. And uh, the reason why I did that was because like I'm not. I wasn't necessarily like this. I want to say I wasn't the smartest, but like I just knew that I wasn't the smartest when it came to some certain things. And my school is an IB school, so it's like a. Um, they're like you had to take like special tests to get into like the school that I that I was going attending, and so they're like really smart kids. Like when my graduating year, um, we had like two of the like the like two of, like the smartest kids like in Canada, like who like graduated. Like one one of the kids. Wait, how do they know that? Had like. <laughs> like a hundred percent average and like they measure the average like from grade nine to grade 12. Oh wow. Wait, so like, so, wait, wait, so they had to be nice from grade nine? Like you couldn't make no mistakes? No, 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 no. This is just, they won the award because they were that smart. Oh, you see, yeah. Yo, yeah. You, you see, when you're not as smart as man, you don't know about those awards. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> so, so for me, it was like, I just, I like, and, and a lot of them used to hang out in the morning. And yeah. so what I would do is just because I wasn't like, I, I, I'm not saying that I was, I was dumb, but they just knew things that I didn't. And so I would go in the morning and hang out with them and befriend them. And then like, if I need to help like math homework, something like that, I'd be like, what's the quadratic formula? Help me out here. Cause your boy doesn't really understand what's going on. Mm-hmm. Right. And so that would be that. And then, you know, do, do a regular school day. And then afterwards I take the bus uh, to the track and then train and then train from like my school ended at three. So from like, you know, three whenever we finish, and then I'd have to bus back home in Ottawa. Like the transit system is, is not the greatest, so it would take me about like a, I don't know, an hour and a half, roughly, to get home. And then by that time, probably be around like that uh, seven, eight, and then you know do whatever I could in terms of like eat and then whatever homework and stuff like that, and then go to bed and then get up and do it the next day. So that's like I guess a typical day in high school. So you kind of already had a system in place, whether you realize it or not. You know what I'm saying? You, you, you had a, I got to be here at this time, do this work, befriend these people so I can get some of, get some of that good percentage that they're getting yeah. and, and then go train and come home. Yeah. Yeah. That's like, that's kind of my, that's kind of the way I think I've been though. Like just, you know, it's very like, okay, well, like what's the system? How do we make the system type thing better? That's just like the way I am. So, mm-hmm. uh, Yeah. Uh, Aaron, tell me a little bit about your your high school days, man. What did what what did that look like for you? Uh, yeah. So, like I said earlier, um, I grew up in the beaches, but I went to school in Scarborough, so the commute was far. Like I had to take uh, either the bus to Coxwell Station or the streetcar to Main Station, and then go all the way down to either Warden or Kennedy, and then take the bus from there to, sorry, take the subway to there and then take the bus to Birchmount. Um, so that took a really, really long time. It took about 45 minutes and I'm not an early riser. So <laughs> <laughs> morning would come around, I, I would finally crawl out of bed and then get ready in the morning and get on the bus. It was always like sprinting from my house to the bus station or the bus stop to make it. I would generally always miss it. And then that would put Yo, me- man, what are you <laughs> I know I, I was dead in the morning, so I, <laughs> I wasn't running very fast. So, I mean, I didn't try very hard uh, to get there on time, but like I said, I was late almost every day. And if it wasn't for that gu- guidance counselor that gave me that slip to show up and give my teacher, mm-hmm. I would have been marked late like every day. And then that would have started, I would get in trouble for that. Um, so, shout out to her again. But, you know, when I finally did get there, I would be at school. Um, I think we started at Honestly, I don't even remember what time we started. I think I started at nine. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so we started at nine. We finished at like three. And then from there, I would go to practice right after whatever sport it was. You know, I played football. I played basketball. I did track. Um, so whatever practice time it was, I'd go right after school. Mm-hmm. And then there, um, I had a job for a little bit, not too long, only like, uh, no, what? like two months. I worked. <laughs> so I had two jobs. One was at Dairy Queen. Jeez. And that one was oh, trash. You're making blizzards. Oh, Jeez. <laughs> bro, that, that was the worst job of all time. Uh, I hated my boss. Uh, but that's another story. And then <laughs> the other one was at um, Canadian Tire. 
Mm. So that one wasn't bad because I was a cashier and I kind of like working with money and math and stuff like that. So that was easy to do. Um, so I only had that for about like two months. So like if I went from practice to those jobs, I did that. But for the most part, I didn't have a job through high school. So I would just go from practice and then back to the crib. I'm hurt because if I would have known that you were making blizzards, you know, I would have I tried to meet you a little earlier because yeah, blizzards no, are nice. No, no, no. <laughs> so I was always messing it up and then he would scream at me. And then I, I was a little kid, so I'd get scared. So yeah, I have I PTSD from that. <laughs> you know, but again, you know, you, 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 sometimes whether we think about something or not, we still see those same habits. And I think those same habits translate over into other things. What was it like for you, Dre? What was, what was the those stages look like for you? Yeah, um, high school, high school. Let me see, I gotta go back. I gotta rewind, rewind over here. Um, <laughs> You're not um, even the oldest one here, what do you say? I gotta probably give you like two high school stories over here. All right, so, all right, give it to me. So, so first of all, I went to, I went to Catholic school um, for my ninth and 10th grade, so Basically, that's uniform, you know, strict, strict policies, you know, you got to wear dress pants, dress mm-hmm. shirt, um, you know, like the Catholic school way, make sure you got your, you know, all black shoes. Um, so, and we had, a, we had a strict principal at the time. So, um, I'm, I'm going to go back with say, let's say, um, so I had to wake up seven o'clock in the morning because school started at 830 and the bus we used to have this in our in like different neighborhoods they used to have the yellow school bus and mm. free at the time <laughs> so basically it was coming to my neighborhood at like 7 45 or something like that and my mom used to get choose she's like yo do not miss this school bus because you know you know a lot of you knows this the yrt is like three dollars and some change and <laughs> i was like i'm not paying for you to go on the bus Three dollars every day for you to, you know, for to go to school. You know, that money could be used for something else. So, so she's like, basically, like, do not miss that school bus. So I had to get up early, like six thirty, seven o'clock. Uh, you know, eat a quick bowl of cereal, put on my clothes, and run out, <laughs> run out, run out to the bus stop because actually the bus stop was like five to ten minutes away um, where the yellow school bus used to come. So I had to make sure I got on that stop um, and basically just try to make friends with the bus, with the bus driver to be like. You know, I'm always gonna be here. Just wait for me. If I'm late, like just, just, just wait. The extra thirty seconds. Yeah, I'm coming. I'm coming. Like, so that's that's kind of how my day kind of started um, from there. Um, so when, once I got to school, um, it was different. Like high school was like, um, I think my first class of the day was gym class. So I met like two of my best friends that are still like like my friends to this day. Um, just just from gym class, just us three hanging out all the time. Um, we were all on the basketball team together, so I, I joined the basketball team there. Um, I think this is when I kind of started liking basketball a lot. Like, I used to, like, you know, love watching Toronto Raptors and all that, but I wasn't really, like, on, like, school teams like that. So I joined the basketball team in, like, grade nine, and then that's when I kind of um, – they kind of told me about, like, uh, rep basketball. So then I joined um, – even though I was from Markham – sorry, this thing popped up. Even though I was from Markham, um, I joined the Scarborough Blues team. Um, because like most of my friends actually lived in Scarborough and, um, I, you know, even though I was born there, I, I felt like it was a better team at the time, um, than, than, than the Markham team. So I joined that team. Um, so from there, I used to like, from high school, I used to basically like go to, go to basketball practice after school, like we finished school at like 2.30, had basketball practice till like four o'clock, 4.30, then have to go to rep basketball at like six o'clock. So I wasn't Wait, coming so you were playing. So you were playing two different types of basketballs? Yeah, like I was playing rep basketball, high school basketball. So basically, oh, like I, I, I was bus, bus. <laughs> I wasn't coming home till like eight o'clock, nine o'clock at night, um, basically because like from there, from basketball practice, I had to take the YRT because um, there's a border from like um, Markham to Toronto. So I had to take the um, the YRT back to back to Toronto on the border of like Steeles Avenue, and then hop on the TTC um, to go to go to um, basketball practice because we had. Um, we had basketball practice at like, I think it was like, I think it was up by like where like Aaron lives, like, but like Birchmount and like uh, Jean Vanier, like those, those schools in that area. So uh, you probably know about that Aaron, like those schools around there. So we yeah. used to like switch it around like every day, like one minute practice would be here, one minute practice would be there. So um, that's kind of like, that was kind of like my day for just sports wise. Um, and then um, I kind of like just in school general, like it was pretty cool still because like, 
you know, I used to like make my schedule. It was pretty cool. Like it was different. Cause like ninth grade, I'm like, oh, you can make your schedule? Like, all right. So I'm Yo, like, how are you minds able to do this over there? <laughs> this class, I'm take class. And this is where it, like, it kind of messed me up because this is, this is how I ended up going to JUCO because like I was just doing my own way. Like I was making my own classes. <laughs> I didn't have like no guy telling me like, yo, I'm supposed to take this class, that class. So I can go to like D1, like go to university and stuff like that. So that's where I was just like, I was just having fun. Like high school was just like a great time. Um, so by the time I left that school, I left that school in 10th grade. Um, I went to another school in Marco, Millican Mills in the, for 11th and 12th grade. Um, basically like I couldn't take no academics. I had to take all applied classes by that time because it was already too late. Um, and this is, this is where my story kind of like switched over from basketball to track. Um, like basically I was just like, um, my friend, um, one of my like good friends, like he was doing track at the time at York University and mm -hmm. he was just, you know, come out and race at the YRAAs <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> bloody knows York, York Region Athletic Association. Um, so my 12th grade, I went out there and I raced them. Um, and this is like, I remember I had to ask the school teacher cause I wasn't, I was playing basketball at the time. And then I had to ask the, the school teacher who was also the track coach. Um, like even though it's like track season already started, usually they don't let people like join the team after it's already um, done. I had to like ask her like, please, can I just come join, join the team? I want, I want to run track. I'm fast. I think I'm fast and stuff like that. So it was pretty cool. Like I didn't really know cause like what I wanted to do at the time. Cause like, I think at this time, even though I couldn't take an academic class, I was taking a lot of co-op. Um, co-op is where like you can go out and like get a job and like do certain things like that you want to like go, go to go to different fields like mm -hmm. whatever whatever you think you want you're passionate about basically um so that was like pretty cool for me like to be like all right now i'm gonna go out to i'm gonna do co-op i don't have to go to class i'm gonna do co-op and then i'll come and do track at the end of the day. <laughs> so, so 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 at that time you kind of knew that yo if you were going to further your track and field and education you had to go to junior college yeah, yeah, yeah. That, okay, that, okay. Hold on to that. Hold on to that one. Hold on to that one. We're going to come back to that. We're going to come back to that. Um, this is like my high school. High school was crazy. Like, it was just a good time. Like, ninth to 12th grade was, 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 was amazing times for me. I, I don't regret it at all, though. It was, it was fun. See, it's, 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 it's interesting because, you know, uh, Shagun and AB, they have these detailed, look, you got to be here at this time, at this time, at this time, at this time. <laughs> like, literally, like, if you know these guys, that's literally how they are. And if you listen to Dre, how he, how he just explained everything, that's literally how Dre is, right? But, but you said something um, that we're going to go back to, but Blade, tell me what it was like for you, man. Um, just, to, just to add on to Dre's story a little bit, um, that, that grade nine, that grade 12 story, when he uh, ran that wire, is, yo, everyone was like, yo, there's some light-skinned guy that's running. He didn't use any blocks. He's wearing ball shorts. I'm like, yo, who is this guy? <laughs> like, who is this guy? Because mind you, at the time, it was like YRAs. There weren't many people who were all that, you know, <clears throat> fast yeah. at the time. And so I'm like, yo, who is this guy? Who is this guy? Yo, I raised Dre that day. I was like, oh, yo, fam, you ever think about running, like, track outside of school? Like, like seriously? Because the man was rolling. Wait, no he beat you in ball shorts? No, no, he didn't beat me still. He didn't beat me still. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't let it happen that day. He got me there still. <laughs> Got next couple weeks though, it got it came back on me. I won't lie. A couple weeks later, it came back on me at Offset. Um, but uh, no, my schedule in, in high school. I mean, similar to Dre, it was like I set up a lot of my courses, and I feel like I didn't realize the true like track and field aspect of things, the, the true track and field like direction of things until like grade twelve. Mm -hmm. Um, so I didn't know that oh, I have to take these specific courses for me to go D one. I didn't know that I had to, I couldn't, like, with Dre, like Dre said, I think I took applied grade 11 math. Um, and I didn't know that there were certain academic courses that I needed to take to be eligible. Um, but in terms of the daily schedule, school started at 8.40, I believe. And from grade 9 to grade 12, I either walked to school or I would bike to school. Um, I never lived far from my high school. So it was either, I was either walking or biking. What was the name of your high school? Days where it snow. Sorry? What was the name of your high school? Uh, Alexander McKenzie High School. Alex Mack, for sure. Um, so on days where it snow, you know, my parents would, would drive us to school. Um, you know, have the classes during the day. And then afterwards is when I would, uh, before I realized my act, like track and field potential, like I said, I used to run, uh, train on the track team, but we'd, you know, train in the parking lot or train in the school hallways. 
Um, and then once I started to actually like, yo, I could actually do this, do this. Like I'm, I'm kind of good. Uh, my mom would take me to York University where I started training with Flying Angels after school. So like from six to eight, I would do that. And then as time went on, I started to take the bus there too. So it was a solid, solid two hour bus ride um, just because of the YRT. Um, solid, solid hour and a half, I would say, bus ride from Richmond Hill to York University. It was a disaster, but I just had to do it. That's, that's, that's honestly one of the things that every time I go to Toronto, I'm just like, yo, it takes forever to get to somewhere. And I'm like, yo, I don't have time for this. Yeah. You know, so, so in Calgary, we don't have as many people as you guys do. So it's a little different for us, man. But I want to talk to, uh, I think high school was a pivotal part for all of our journeys because I think there was somebody or someone in that time that helped us get to where we are to this point. You know, whether, whether I know, I know, uh, when I met Aaron, no, you know what? Let me let me let me say that the first time I met Aaron, I didn't like this guy. I didn't like this guy. <laughs> I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. So like being being out west, um, you always hear about everybody out east, and like I just I just didn't care because I I just didn't care. People just like yo, man, uh, there's this. I heard about Shagun and I heard about Aaron. And somebody showed me a video of Shogun running 2099. And I was just like, yo, this man ran the sweetest corner I've ever seen in my life. But I said, yo, there's no way this man is in high school. There's no way this man is in high school. And then, and then I, heard about, uh, I heard about Aaron because I think it was in the 11th grade or the 10th grade. I think we both ran like 6'9 or something like that. We both ran like 6'9. I ran like 6'94. 691 or 692 and i think aaron was like right there so we get invited to this uh uh you, 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 i think it was you remember that camp aaron that we went to i think it was ottawa or toronto yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and we get there and i'm hearing all this thing about aaron man aaron da, da, da. i'm just like yo who is this guy he's, he's he's probably a regular guy like he's probably not even out that and then so we get to the place and 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 aaron's my roommate and so i'm like yo first of all this man is like six two you know he's wearing glasses all these different things and we get he's very soft spoken and i'm just like yo why are all men talking about this guy What's wrong <laughs> and i just couldn't understand i was just like yo this man isn't even but then i saw him run and stuff i was just like yo this man's kind of serious right <laughs> with being in ontario man you guys do officer right and i always wish that we would have done that in calgary because I think, honestly, what I think is I think every province should have like a playoff, right? And then you take your best two from each province and you meet up in one place and every man's really goes and sees the title, uh, men or women, and you see, yo, who's the fastest high school athlete in Canada, period. What was it like for you guys during that point, right? Because I'm not sure how it works, but I know that does Shigun, does Ottawa schools come over there and everybody everybody clashes? Yeah, so everybody, there's different regions, right? So uh, um, Dre mentioned that they had their York Regional, whatever it was. Uh, I think Aaron's had their own too. It was like Central, whatever it was. I think there was Central or Metro or something like that. And then um, Ottawa, we have our own. It's like the NC, the National Capital, whatever region. And then there's different regions after that. So then you have like the East region, you know, West region, Southern region is split up. And then like the, the Toronto area, it's like its own multiple regions from like the North, but like nobody cares, unfortunately. <laughs> okay, okay. Then, so, 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 so let's do this. Let's do this. Tell me about the time when you knew that like you were going to face these guys, but you knew that you were the man. Oh, you ran 2099, bro. Like that's, that's a time. That must have felt good. Like the confidence was probably skyrocketing because you were, yo, even though you were in high school, let's be fair, you were kind of older still. Like you, you, even to this day, you look 30 still, but it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> but that's, that's, <laughs> that's the thing. If, if everybody listening to this, yo, we, we are like this 24 seven when we're together, like nobody's safe, but in all serious though, like you must have had a certain type of confidence when you really started to see things line up for you. Yeah. So good question. You know, I didn't run, I didn't run that time until offsa. So there really, I don't think there was a lot of necessarily, I don't want to say a lot of confidence going in, but being from Ottawa though, I'll tell you that there was like a chip on my shoulder just because everybody, it's almost like you guys kind of being 
you know, out uh, out east, right? And so Ottawa was kind of looked at as like, you know, what is what is Ottawa? Like Ottawa who? Ottawa where? Like mm. Toronto was like that's what matters, right? So and um so that was kind of like the chip on like, you know, kind of my shoulder and that was kind of like my motivation because nobody cared and knew about Ottawa and you know, and so um, but I think for everybody, and if you talk to everybody, you know, those, those probably say the same thing in terms of like, there's always the anticipation building um, towards OFSA as you get closer to it. It's just because you know that like, well, I think that's because you, 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 you know, but you're not really too sure what's going to happen. Like OFSA was just so big, like anything could potentially happen. And for sure you had people walking in as like the number ones and the number twos, right? And you're trying to go in and see where you can finish. Um, but there's a lot of hype around it. It was almost like in, in a sense, like, going to the Olympics for like high school, if I can compare it to something like the feeling of it. Um, mm. And I'm sure like a lot of people in Ontario or who've done also could, would probably agree or attest to the same thing, the feeling. Um, but uh, yeah, it was almost like, you know, this is OFSA. Like everybody goes, people like, and, and, and I say it because it's like this, okay? So there are people who go to OFSA to try and win medals. <laughs> there are people who go to OFSA to get the t-shirt, right? And so like, um, and so it's, it's almost the same thing as the Olympic Games, right? There are people who go to the Olympic Games to try and win. And then there are people who go to the Olympic Games to be like, I made it. You know, mama, I made it, right? I'm on TV. Hey, how's everybody doing? I'm going to come last place, but I made it. You know what I mean? Like, and that's kind of how, that's kind of how like the same feeling goes towards, I think, OFSA. So that's like, that. that's OFSA like in a nutshell in terms of the way it is. And then, you know, I was, again, me being from Ottawa, and my background was like, okay, you know, it's going up to Toronto to try and like, you know, we got to like show where, you know, put mm-hmm. Ottawa on the map type thing. You know what I mean? So that's kind of the way I, I would uh, describe the whole officer experience. Okay. We're going to come back to that because I, I, I think you just <laughs> described it extremely well, you know, so uh, Aaron, tell me about just that whole build up to there. And what was that like for you? Man, for me, so I went to Birchmont, right? First of all, I was in the BEAT program, which is the Birchmont Exceptional Athletic Program. So that's why I w- traveled so far to go to school. And I went so, there for... Wait, so it's like a special special school? Yeah, it's a special program. Hey. Huh? I said, y'all are hated, man. You're like, uh, you're, you're like the USA of the, <laughs> the, USA of the, the, so like, the high school you, track world. You low-key like recruit the best talent in the area or not even in the area just in toronto to come to your school for that program so it's like a program full of athletes that specialize in something but the weird thing is i was i was a soccer player so Mm -hmm. i registered in the b program as a soccer player and Mm -hmm. i wasn't allowed to play soccer for the the school team so wait you were nice at soccer oh yeah i was wicked (laughs) yo no man is ever gonna say this (laughs) (laughs) but yeah um so I already knew what time it was when I got to Birchmont. There was like a whole bunch of athletes from around the way that were all talented in their own field. And um, when I ran track, I just did it for fun because I'd always done different sports just to burn energy and to stay active. And it was fun. So I was, you know, joining the track team. And that's when I met Andre Hamilton, uh, rest in peace, and uh, Ian Warner. Um, and they, they, knew, they knew me from like other sports like basketball and stuff. And we all had the same click. But when I came to track, that was like their territory. So like, yo, what are you doing out here? Like, what, 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 this is our area. What, what, why are you on the track? And then I was like, obviously young and like arrogant. So I'm like, <laughs> I'm fast too. Like I, I could, I could hang with y'all. What do, you, what, do you, what do you mean? And like, I didn't know about the legacy that they had. So you had Justin Warner go there, win all types of awesome golds. You had Ian. With the dreads, with the dreads. dreads. Ian with the dreads, winning awesome golds. You had Andre Hamilton winning golds. So they, and then they had the relay team that had like a, a dynasty going. So once I knew about that, I, like, I wanted to be a part of that. And uh, I thought I was just going to walk in there and win. And then grade nine, I got slapped up at Asa. I, I got fourth. <laughs> and then uh, I'm like, all right, I'm actually like come to practice next year and see if I can get a little bit better. Because I used to run, just, just like Dre said, like I used to run in ball shorts and uh, ball shoes. And I didn't use blocks. I'm like, yo, what are these things? Because like when I ran back when I was younger, we just did a standing start and then we just ran as fast as we could. And then when we put blocks still, I'm like, no, get those out of my lane. Like, I'm going to just do a standing start. <laughs> and then I ran and then they're like, yo, what was your time? I'm like, what do you mean what's my time? Like, I won the race because it was prelims. I'm like, no, you got to tell us your time. I'm like, why? What? Like, who cares? And then I, I look on the paper and I said like 11, uh, six or seven or something like that. 
And they're like, they thought I was lying. I'm like, no, like it says it right there. And they're like, there's no way you ran that fast without blocks. And then that's, I'm like, oh, am I, am I good? Like, I don't know. And so, <laughs> so I, 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 I ran it back and then I, I ran again. I think I ran 11.5. And then they're like, they started hyping me up. I'm like, yo, yo. And I started feeling myself. And then like the next year, I wanted to see how fast I could go. And I think Ian at that time had the sophomore, oh, they don't call it sophomore, uh, uh, junior record. What's, what's grade 10? Is that junior? Uh, no, I think there's one, there's one more. I think junior is at 11. There's, there's yeah. it's junior. So it's the grade nine is the midget. Yeah. That's it. That's it. Grade that's it. That's it. Junior, and then 11 and 12 is senior. I believe. Yeah. Yeah. So, so Ian had the offset record for junior and it was like 1099 or something like that. So I wanted to break it. And when I got to Austin grade 10, I ran 1093 or something like that. And that's when I joined Phoenix in the summer because Coach Bill was like, yo, you could get a scholarship. And then, like you guys said, you didn't know anything about uh, what you needed to get a scholarship and get qualified and all that. I didn't know either. So once he started telling me about it, I started like doing a little bit of research and learning about different schools and D1 and all that. So I, I started to pick up my academics in school so I could be eligible and raise my GPA because before then I didn't really care. Um, but yeah, uh, I was always just competing back and forth with Ian and Andre just to, you know, prove myself and, and show that I can hang with them because they had such a, a legacy at Birchmount of being like the top dogs and like every other school wanted to be Birchmount or, or beat us because we had it all. I mean, Shagun could tell you. <laughs> we went we went back and forth with Shagun a lot. Um, Brendan too, uh, you know, he he had his, his moments too, but... Um, Birchmount, yeah. I think, I think, I think I saw a photo of you and uh, I want to say Andre, uh, Hamilton, uh, uh, Justin, and Ian. You guys are all wearing bodysuits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just like, yo, what type of different education is this man? Because, yo, we don't have that out here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But but I saw you guys ran something like 42 or 41 something. 41. Jeez. Our record just got broken a couple years ago. But before then, I thought it was never going to get touched. Because we ran like 41.4 or something like that, which was crazy at the time. But... I remember that one day we all had the bodysuits, like we, we pitched in a little bit of money and we got these bodysuits with like the Superman logo, but it had a B instead of an S. <laughs> Yo, you mad. Oh. <laughs> so we, we ran the first round and then we, we little, did a little jog thing, a little sunlight. Yeah, and then yeah. we, we had it under our clothes and we're like, all right, nobody stripped down until right before we have to go. So we're doing like our warmups in our, in our zones. And then they're like, all right, tracks closed. Everybody take your stuff off. And then everybody was looking at us and we're like, we looked at each other down the track. We're like, we're ready. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we, we peeled off our, our shirts and everyone was like, oh, God. like we, we like, everybody, I don't even think anybody wants to race us anymore because they're like, yo, they're going to win. They, they got body seats. We can't, how are we going to deal with this? <laughs> Showmanship. So, yeah, yeah. We, we were crazy in Birchround. Um, so I think just that, that whole legacy of, of relay culture started early for me uh, at Birchmount. You know, so, uh, Andre, tell me about that experience, man, because we were all kind of, some of us are, 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 are along the same age group. And then you and Balade particularly started at that same, that same ground for you guys. So, Dre, tell me, tell me what the officer experience was like for you, man, because it's a, it's a great time to be a Canadian sprinter right now. And I don't think people appreciate and are able to see that. So tell me how, what that was like for you. Yeah, um, I didn't even know about the officer experience, first of all. Like, I didn't, I didn't even, like, it was my first time. Um, I remember we were talking to Bilotti. Bilotti was like, okay, we have YRAs, but now you got to go to Centrals. You got to come top four in Centrals. If you come top four in Centrals, then you could go to officer. So I was like, okay, man, this is, this is crazy. There's steps over here. Like, so this must be like something big. Like, I'm, 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 I'm excited. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm like, literally, like, I almost didn't even make offset. I got the fourth spot. <laughs> hold, on a second, hold on a second, hold on a second. So, so now you just named, uh, uh, like, six different titles. But yeah. first, and for, before, first and foremost, man, yo, Brendan Rodney, what's going on, man? Brendan just joined the oh, chat. Hey. What's good? What's good? Turn your mic on, bro. Turn your audio. Turn the mic. <laughs> but 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 
let's go back because because that's the one thing that I really liked about uh, Ontario, how you guys operated. So walk me through the stages, man. Was it just like you had what five different races before you got the officer? Yeah, I mean, it, it felt like that. I mean, it was two levels, but in those two levels, you had to run like five or six races because what you had the you had the quarterfinals, you had the semifinals, and you had the finals. Um, so I remember um, it was like top four. This is where after I YRAs when Bilotti came first and I came second, then we came we went to the next level and we had to go to centrals and centrals. And I remember Bilotti and some other people were telling me, okay, you have to come top four to go to Asa now. So now you have to go through the rounds. So I went through the first round. I think the first round I came like second or third. Um, then it was like, okay, now finally I made, I made it to the finals. And were you still wearing ball shorts at this time? Yeah, I was wearing ball shorts, but now, now, but now I got the spikes. I got the spikes now. I got the spikes. <laughs> I got the spikes, and I and I can't. And I had to come out the blocks because because I remember this is when I met when I met Tony Sharp. You know, he was like, "Nah, you like these guys are serious. Like, mm. you can't do that. You can't do that running that uh that running start. You you have to you have to try to at least come out the blocks, and you have to try because those guys were gonna dust you. <laughs> mm -hmm. So that's, so that's when I came out the blocks. I came out crappy some doo-doo loud <laughs> i was in last <laughs> and i run down the field and i was like yo let me i'm gonna make it i'm gonna make it and then literally across the line and i got the fourth spot i was so happy i was like yes i made it i think but body would you come like bloody i think bloody won right you won bloody right I won, I won that year yeah i think i got the record that year too actually yeah you know, bloody was, was on fire and i was just like i don't even care i, I can't force i made it to <laughs> oh this is a bless so now um basically like our whole school only two people made it so i was like oh wow i'm you know, i'm prestigious over here like top two like me me and me and this other this other girl she was a long jumper uh, mm -hmm. we're the only ones that made it so they're like okay well all right cool so i'm like where's the next level um brockville brockville ontario and i was like where is where is brockville i don't even know where that is i'm thinking it's somewhere in toronto in the gta we go on like a two to three hour um, car ride to Brockville. And I'm like, and we stay in this motel. <laughs> so I'm like, is this my officer experience? Like, this is, <laughs> this is not what I played basketball. Like, you know, we stay in a nice hotel. You know, we, we don't go too far. Like, I'm like, damn, like two of us? Okay. Um, but then when I actually got to officer and I got to the, like the warm up and everything, I was like, holy, like, this is, this is amazing. This is crazy. Like so many people, um, so many girls. <laughs> I was like, oh man, like, this is crazy. <laughs> so, um, you know, they had like a Nike tent. Um, and then I was like, I, was, I kept asking people, I was like, why do they have a Nike tent? And they're like, oh, Nike sponsors the um, the OFSA um, event. So I'm like, oh, okay. So I'm getting the gear, got my got my Nike OFSA hoodie, got my Nike OFSA shirt. I'm like, oh, I'm feeling good. Like, this is this is nice. I'm, I'm putting this on today. <laughs> mm -hmm. this. Um, so basically it was, it was just like a great experience. Like just like, um, but literally I was just like, man, whatever happens, you know, I'm just happy I made it here. I was one of those guys. Cause I'm like, yo, this is, <laughs> cause I'm like, I know this is about to get serious. I know I ain't really no running like that. And like these guys train, like train every day. They have practice, they have um, clubs. Um, so I'm like, yo, I'm just gonna just go out here and, and, and try to do my best. And, um, I remember it was like, it was the heats at the time. And um, I think they said it was like top two, make it in. So um, I came second. I was like, oh, made the final, blessed. <laughs> made the final, I'm here, I'm here. <laughs> and uh, I just gave it all I got. And, and, and I ran and I came like, I think I came like fifth place. And um, I didn't make the podium, but it was blessed. I got a little ribbon. <laughs> so the ribbon was like, I think it was a black, it was a black, it was a black ribbon for fifth place. And I was like, oh, this is blessed. Like, Okay, I, 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 I like it. So, and that, that was my whole officer experience. I had fun. And then, you know, after that, made new friends, made new track friends. Mm -hmm. and, and that's when I ended up joining the club after that. So it was, it was pretty cool. Bloody, tell me what it was like for you, man. Tell me, tell me what that whole experience seemed like for you. Because, you know, from what Dre was explaining, you know, you... you oh, be bloody, bless. <laughs> you were, you were going to talk dog. Let me start off by saying... My entire high school career, I absolutely hated Alsa. I hated it with a fiery passion. Mm. Um, the reason being was that because of YRAAs, like even the year before, like all the years prior, the only people I had to race were the kids from Bill Cuthers. Bill Cuthers is another school similar to Aaron's where they have kids coming in specifically for sports. 
Um, so those are really the only guys I had to compete against. So I was, you know, I was, I was good. I'm, I'm cool. Um, but every single year, as soon as I got to Oxa, because I haven't had the competition and had guys really on me, um, I'd always get to Oxa and just wet the bed. Mm. I didn't know what it was. I just, I didn't, I crumbled under pressure every time. Um, then the year Dre came was really the first time that I would say somebody was on me. Like when I say on me, I, there's a picture of it. And I, I, love, it. It and I, I love that picture because on me um, at YRAs and then Central, same thing. And then also that year, I was like, yo, I beat these people. I'm, I'm telling myself, like, I'm good. I'm good. I got this. I got this. And I see Dre beside me. I'm like, oh, at least I know I'm not going to come last. Like I beat this guy at <laughs> my cocky self. You know, like I'm, I'm trying to amp myself up at this point. You know, I'm trying to, I'm trying to believe, you know, I'm trying to leave myself. Yo, at least I won't come last. Yeah, when I tell you I got out the blocks fiery, like I was, I was gone. Yeah. And like 60, 70 meters, dog. Holy. I seen five mans go past me. Holy. Including Dre. Oh, <laughs> jeez. That was hot. I was, I was like, at that point I was like, yo, just cross the line, dog. Don't just, just. I looked at the times I was, I was upset. Um, and that literally happened every year at Offsa, before oh. and after that. Where, uh, where you know the year after that i think it was it up. <laughs> the year i was racing uh andre ford and you know every and that was a big thing for everybody at that point in time it was like oh the rivalry this and that and uh i crumbled in the 100 meters i was right there and i don't know what happened my hamstring said nah not today sit down and i fell at the line the 200 i won so i think that was my only offset gold medal so I only won once. Every other time was either participation ribbons or a I hit it off. Yo, yo. So, so for everybody listening, like Brendan, right? And 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 right now, my guys in Jamaica. So you know, it's a little, it's a little serious down there. But Brendan, what we're talking about, man, and we did the intro for you at the beginning, and what we're talking about right now is just the officer experience, what it was like. Because the reason why I spent so much time talking about you know, the high school aspect of it is because I think it's an, it's a pivotal uh, process in how everybody was able to transition into what they were able to be. You know, for example, Blade just talked about, man, like he crumbled under pressure, but 2016, he used that pressure to make the team, right? So what was that like for you, man? And first of all, I must say, hey, your beard is looking magnificent. <laughs> <laughs> You know, big man now. Um, but after, after school, I mean, I, I think I had the most battles with Aaron. So Aaron was the person that I was always competing against in, during the after times. Um, I think I used that even when we became like pros and we had to compete against each other. Uh, I mean, I think my first NCs, I competed against Aaron as well. So I've been competing against him since. Uh, I don't even know if Aaron remembers when he was playing North Toronto basketball. Yeah, of course uh, I remember. We used to slap you guys up. Uh, me and Aaron have been, <laughs> me and Aaron have been competing since then. So I think we've been competing before even we were doing track. Um, so after, after I think was cool. I mean, uh, the one, the one year I actually did uh, like all right, Aaron wasn't there. He was he, he already went to college, so that was uh, twenty eleven, I think. And I came second, so um, I don't know. I don't have anything really to say about Alpha. I always went there and just never did anything that I wanted to do. And then I just used that motivation to get to the college and run faster. And I think that was the main it's, thing about it. It's uh, and and we're about to transition from from here to university, but I'll never forget. This was like in my eleventh grade, right? It is. It is. It is uh, our our provincials, right? Basically, you got this version of Offsa. And it's raining, it snows. Bro, this is in June, right? Like it's snowed, like it's snowed. So the heats in the hundred has changed to not, it's changed to time finals. And I remember my coach called me over and he was just like, yo, you won't believe what these guys just ran over over in uh, Offsa because literally our time gap was only two hours ahead. And he, sh and he showed me a picture of, uh, of, uh, uh, Aaron and Deshane because they used to have some serious battles and 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 my coach this day 
And my coach was just like, yo, these managers ran 10-5. I'm like, yo, no, they didn't. Yo, watch this. <laughs> and, I was like, and I got out the blocks in the hundred and I ran 10-60. And I was, and I was, geez, guys, it's like, yo, they just beat me today. You managers weren't even here. I'm like, yo, they just beat me. And then he's like, yo, watch what they ran in the two. I was like, yo, they ran like 21-4. I'm like, yo, soft, watch this. <laughs> yo, Akeem was wicked in high school though. Like, I know we're talking about all of us, but Akeem was nice. I remember, what was it, the Simplot game or something yeah, like that? Hear- and then you ran the 60 and yeah, like... Yeah, 6.7 and in a flat. Yeah, you ran like 6.73 or something like that in flats. <laughs> I rated you after that. But you, know what it, <laughs> but you know what it was, man? I think, I think like, you know, one of my high school teachers, man, one of my mentors, one of my good friends to this day, like he... When Donovan was coming up, Donovan, uh, Bruni, and Glenroy, when they were all coming up, he, he was with them all the time. He's one of Donovan's good friends, right? So he used to tell me all these different stories. And I was just like, yo, why can't we bring Canadian sprinting back to that same magnitude, right? So f- for me, it was always just like, you know, uh, I always said, look, I just got to train extremely hard. Like, you know, the saying, it takes 10,000 hours to become a master or something, Man, I always felt like I had to train six times as hard as any other person. And I mean six times as hard. So, you know, because I knew that when I was asleep, like China was up, like Japan was up, right? And like you guys would have been up. So I remember sometimes I'd come home from school and after practice and my mom would come home like seven to eight o'clock and I would be leaving out the door. She says, yo, where are you going? I was like, yo, I'm going to train. She's like, what? I'm like, yo, I'm going to train. <laughs> like, yo, going to train. And I would go to the field and it would just be me. And I would just talk, 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 talk into my head like, yo, I can't wait to see these guys. I'm gonna wax all of them and da 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 da. I mean, these guys don't stand a chance. <laughs> and I was just like, but I think, I think as athletes and as human beings in general, there's a certain mentality you gotta have when you are attacking something. You have to think of yourself as the best person in your field that you can be. And you know, some people may say, you know, that's all ego, but I think you have to control your ego so you can reach a certain pinnacle of success and excellence that you want for yourself, right? But I want to transition into um, going into the American system, right? Because I think a lot of athletes listening to this, especially the ones in high school, you know, they don't know what that looks like. Okay, and that concludes part one. I hope you enjoyed it so far. I hope you stick with us for part two. I'm telling you, part two is even better. We talk about the college experience. We talk about the 2016 Olympic trials and what that was like for all of us. Stay tuned. Thank you again. Oh, and before I forget, please do me a big favor and head on over to Apple iTunes and leave a rating and a review for the podcast. It truly, truly, truly means a lot, and we appreciate it.